0: Greetings. Welcome to The Point Being, Ipsos' public polling podcast. I am your host, Chris Jackson, joined by Mallory Newell. Hi there. This is episode 59, February 7th. We're actually a day behind. I took the day off. The weather was nice. I'm allowed. It's a good time. Um, But we have a lot of good public polling to get to, uh, so let's dive right into it. Mallory, what do Americans think about the direction of the country?
1: There's not really been much change since last week, Chris. Now, last week on this podcast, we mentioned that the wrong track numbers have been ticking up higher, mm-hmm. um, and that's still the case this week. So right now, almost two-thirds of Americans, 62%, say that things are headed off on the wrong track.
0: Okay, that's not good. So the the end of the government shutdown, you know, the economy's still going well, Trump's State of the Union address, which didn't feature into a lot of the polling we collected for this, don't seem to have had much of an impact on how many people think we're on the wrong track.
1: Right. I think any sort of, you know, post-shutdown boost that people may have been looking to see, uh, this has shown that that's certainly not the case. Mm -hmm. Um, And this is purely speculative at this point, but I have to imagine that for many people... it's sort of a very cautious wait and see, Mm -hmm. right? We're not out of the woods yet. The government could certainly shut down again next week. So there may not be necessarily a big cause for a boost in optimism.
0: So one of the things um, driving the decline was Republicans being a little less optimistic than they were perhaps before the holidays. Is that still the case?
1: That's still true. But that number really hasn't moved at all since last week. So... Just to recap on our podcast last week, we mentioned that though a majority of Republicans feel that things are headed in the right direction, um, this number, which is now in the, the mid to high 50 percentage range, represents a double digit decline of about 15 points or so from the end of 2018.
0: Okay, so what are Americans worried about? What's keeping people up at night, keeping them thinking the country's going in the wrong direction?
1: So this week we've seen a very slight rise in healthcare as the main problem in this country. About one in five Americans say healthcare, followed by 15% that say immigration. So these two have been pretty much neck and neck for more weeks than I can count. Mm -hmm. Um, But what we're seeing this week, this slight rise in healthcare, is due to a few more Democrats and independents sort of coalescing around that specific issue.
0: Also potentially because immigration hasn't been quite the central focus point of the news the last couple of days since the shutdowns ended to drive the sort of focus on that issue.
1: Right. Other than, you know, what was mentioned in the State of the Union. But again, not captured in our polling this week. That's right.
0: There was a lot of polling on the State of the Union that came out. We didn't do any, but a lot of other outfits did. Found that Republicans, of course, uh, liked the State of the Union. Democrats did not like the State of the Union. Um, and then the flip was true of the Democratic response from Stacey Abrams, where Democrats thought very highly of, of Abrams' response, Republicans less so. But the biggest thing that all this data found is that the audience for the State of the Union and the Democratic response was actually highly partisan, too, where essentially only Republicans are watching the State of the Union, only Democrats are watching the response. And there's not a lot of people that watch both.
1: That's right. We, we've spent, Chris, I feel like a lot of time talking about how tribalism just continues to shape every single thing in our society these days, even outside of things that you would normally Mm -hmm. feel are political. And what I saw uh, this week for the State of the Union actually kind of reminded me a little bit of what I saw for the Super Bowl last weekend, which is people are having conversations about boycotting it based on their own ideologies Mm -hmm. and, and how they feel about the president, how they feel about the NFL, whatever the case may be. Um, in a way that maybe we haven't seen before.
0: Okay. One thing we did do with the State of the Union though is we actually tracked conversation on Twitter during the State of the Union.
1: That's right.
0: Was there anything interesting that we saw during the speech?
1: So, by tracking the sentiment, meaning whether these conversations on social media were positive or negative, generally speaking, Uh, sentiment for the president's State of the Union speech was negative for almost the entire length of his speech, uh, only until when he got to the end, focusing on foreign policy and sort of a wrap-up, did it Mm -hmm. start to become more positive. Um, Spaces where we saw conversations or sentiment kind of further decline were earlier on, where he was talking about immigration, um, and trying to make the case for a wall. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then we saw a sentiment tick up a little bit uh, when he talked about how more women than ever are employed um, and even gave a perhaps unknowing or unintentional shout out to all of the freshman women in Congress.
0: Okay, so when he uh, talked about immigration, talked about his wall, Social media conversation got more negative. And then when he talked about women winning office and women working, social media conversation
1: got more positive. That's right. Okay. Um, Generally speaking, though, because we also took a look at the actual keywords and emotions that framed these conversations, uh, the top emotions were uh, angry and sad.
0: Well, that sounds like uh, Trump's America. It's angry and sad. So so speaking of the State of the Union, particularly the setting of the State of the Union, what do Americans think of the job performance of Congress right now?
1: So Congress as a whole, uh, still not great. Just 23% of Americans approve of the way that Congress as a whole is acting. Um, Mm -hmm. And that's been steady for the past few weeks. Uh, This week, when we ask about uh, whether you approve of your Congress person. 41% indicate that they approve, which is actually a slight softening of about four or five points from last week. Okay. So I think this is actually going to be a measure that's gonna be interesting to track uh, over the next week or two after we have some survey data from State of the Union time, and then again as we get closer to a looming shutdown What impact does this have about how people feel about their representatives?
0: Okay, and then the other end of the State of the Union, of course, our Commander-in-Chief. What does the American public think of President Trump right now? And just one programming note, most of this data comes from before the State of the Union. Next week's podcast, we'll talk about data from after the State of the Union.
1: Right, so this week, uh, the President's approval rating is virtually unchanged. Uh, 38% of all Americans approve of the job he's doing. It was at 39% last week.
0: So he's still sort of ebbing down just a little bit. That's like right, ticking down. Uh, that's that's not great. And as longtime listeners may know, we have a bit of a rule of thumb here about uh, reelection chances. And an incumbent at a 39% approval rating has a 50-50 reelection chance. So Trump is actually a little bit uh, a little bit of the underdog if 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 the election were held today.
1: Yeah. And I think it's particularly telling as we think about sort of where we're at post-State of the Union, perhaps pre-second shutdown. Um, I took a look at a couple measures because we asked the president's approval rating overall, but Mm -hmm. then also on specific issues and just slightly over one in three, 36 percent approve of the job that President Trump is doing with Congress, Mm -hmm. and the same number approve of the job he's doing to unify the country. So, you know, there was a lot of discussion pre and post State of the Union if he was going to use this speech to unify the country. And even if that was his goal, which I don't necessarily think it was, our polling shows that a majority of Americans probably wouldn't buy into those efforts anyway.
0: Okay. Well, um, speaking of President Trump and what people think of him, we actually just finished some global polling where we asked people around the world, do they think President Trump is going to last out the rest of his term? Or is he going to get impeached? What does the world think?
1: That's right. So this was a, this was a fun little predictions poll where we looked at predictions across two dozen countries on a variety of issues. Uh, and one of the things that our colleagues elsewhere in the world wanted to know is the likelihood of our president getting impeached.
0: The likelihood of people in France, for instance, thinking our president's going to impeach, or people in the UK, or Mexico, or Brazil, or India, or Japan, like, you know, I don't know how much these people are following Russia, (laughs) uh, are following American politics, uh, but we asked them.
1: So when you take the, the global average, all of these countries together, one third, 32%, believe it is likely that President Trump will get impeached. That number is lower among Americans, 27%. They fell on sort of the low end of things, Mm -hmm. perhaps having a better understanding of of how our political system works. Um, But I also took a look at some of our um, allies, Mm -hmm. shall we say, um, that are above the global average. So citizens in both the United Kingdom mm-hmm. and in Russia, 39% in each of those countries say that it's likely that Trump will get impeached.
0: So Russians think, are more likely to think that Trump's gonna get impeached than people in most other countries.
1: That's right, perhaps they have some sort of insight that even we don't have here, well, That's true, they,
0: they, may have, they, may, they may have the emails that show
1: it. Yeah, um, and then also in this survey, we asked about just general divisiveness and unrest Mm -hmm. in society as a whole. Um, And one thing that I found particularly interesting, Chris, was that just 20% of Americans right now believe that um, people in the US will be more tolerant of each other. Mm. Uh, And actually on the flip side of that, a majority, nearly 60%, say that they expect large-scale public unrest to protest the way this country is being run. Um, And overall, a majority of people across all countries, 56%, say that they expect political unrest in 2019.
0: In their own countries. In
1: their own countries. Well,
0: you know, we've seen a lot of it. I mean, France is stricken by its yellow vests protests. You know, there have been any number of major marches or protests in the United States. uh, It's, you know, it's been a tumultuous couple of years.
1: And France topped the list, perhaps not surprisingly, because when this survey was in the field, there is already large-scale public unrest that they're seeing, but 83% 83% Oof. of French citizens say that they expect this unrest to continue this year. Wow,
0: that's amazing. So this, uh, this data has actually a lot of fun topics we asked about, and you can find it on the website. Some of my favorite uh, questions were among the lines of, do people believe aliens are going to land on Earth? I like that one. That's a fun one. Uh, low numbers, though, teens, I think, uh, think that that's going to come to pass. Um, but I think one of the questions actually is very germane to the uh, new Green New Deal that was just announced uh, by Democrats in Congress. Um, what do people around the world sort of think about uh, climate change and the environment that this Green New Deal is meant to address?
1: So, I'm so glad you asked. Um, a majority of people in all of these countries Believe that it's likely that temperatures will rise in the coming year. However, mm-hmm. Americans mm-hmm. we're at the bottom of the list.
0: Well, you know.
1: <laughs> so, um, though a majority of Americans believe that global temperatures will rise, um, they're at the bottom of right. all thirty-one countries, and. The number of individuals who believe that average temperatures will increase in the coming year is actually lower than it was last year when we (laughs) asked the same question. So as we think about domestic policy, as we think about a New Deal, Green New Deal here in America, people still have a long ways to go in terms of changing public perception in this country. Yeah,
0: there's perhaps some motivated reasoning uh, going, going on. In DC, just Tuesday, it was 70 degrees. First week of February, 70 degrees. I know that's not technically global warming, but that feels like that's global warming. All right. Anything else to take away from, from this new global research we have?
1: I don't think so, but uh, you can always find out more results on our website and um, check it out. Stay tuned for future podcasts, and we might unpack some more of these results.
0: All right. Thank you, everybody. Have a good day.
1: Thanks for listening.